How many people here have a diploma? How many people here know where their diploma is? How many people here have it prominently displayed somewhere? I guess. I went to high school, yes. <laughs> so I don't know um, where all of my diplomas are. And, um, how many people here know who signed their diploma, like every single person who signed their diploma? Okay. Like two people, three people. So the reason I ask that uh, is because when you receive your diploma for becoming a rabbi, it's not just a regular diploma, it's called a smicha. It's your ordination certificate. And you have one if you're a rabbi or a cantor. And you know every single person who signs it intimately because they were your cantor or your rabbi or your scholar. They were your teacher. Now raise your hand if you ever had a teacher all the way from preschool to wherever you were in your education who either you didn't agree with or they didn't agree with you. You should have at least one of those in your life. So when I applied to rabbinical school, there were just a few gay and lesbian rabbis who had been admitted. It was like in the 1920s. And <laughs> it was in 1991. And there were literally three or four rabbis who had gone before us in the reform movement who were out of the closet, gay or, gay or lesbians, in 1991, in early, the early 90s. And it didn't seem like it was that big of a deal, except for the fact that every single one of the rabbis at the end of the five years of studying to be a rabbi or a cantor would sign your smicha, would sign your diploma, and then when you were ordained, they would give you the smicha. And it turned out that there was one professor who was one of the most revered, beloved, and feared professors, one of the most famous theologians in this country. His name was Dr. Eugene Borowitz who, when you would give your senior sermon, he would stand in front of you and you would be like literally like shaking because you knew he was gonna rip it apart. You just, he, he, he didn't agree with a lot of things that people said and we were kind of like little kids to him in a way. We were students. But he was revered. He was somebody who taught us and challenged us and um, he was somebody who also lifted all of us up. He was the one professor, he was the one rabbi who wouldn't sign anybody's Smicha. And that was because he didn't think that gays or lesbians should be allowed to be rabbis. He was teaching in a reform seminary, but he said he couldn't allow himself to sign it because it would be as if he was giving his hecture, his ordination to a student that he didn't believe should be able to be a rav in Israel. So you can imagine how that felt. Somebody who taught me and challenged me and who I struggled with saying, I won't sign it. You aren't good enough. You're too gay to be a rabbi. And so the year that I was ordained, 1997, um, how he would get away with that is that he wouldn't sign anybody's, and if you wanted his signature on your smicha, you would have to go to him, to his study, and you would say, Dr. Borowitz, I'd like you to sign my smicha, and he would ask every single student, is there a reason that you know of that I won't sign your smicha? So if you were in the LGBT community, you just wouldn't go to him until my class in 1997, and all of the 42 about to become rabbis decided none of us are gonna ask him. And so he didn't sign anybody's, and the week before, nobody came to his office to ask for his signature. And he was so angry at us. He, was, he couldn't believe it. Like, how dare 
we do this to him. And we did it almost as a silent protest, which I think was the worst for him. Because he was somebody who loved Machloket. He was somebody who wanted to argue with his students. He wanted us to argue back. And I remember the first letter that I received from the seminary after I came to Emmanuel was a letter from him. And he wrote us a three-page letter about his disappointment in us as a class. He was disappointed that we didn't rebuke him and challenge him as a group and engage him in conversation. But every single class after that decided they didn't want to have his name on their smicha, whether they were gay or straight. The protest was, if it isn't okay for you to ordain or put your signature on the smicha of our gay and lesbian and bisexual and transgender students, then you're not going to put it on ours either. So he signed very few smichas. It was a very big deal. So Rabbi Borowitz, when he was 89 years old, did an incredible tshuva. And a tshuva is something where you really look inside yourself and you reflect and you come out with a different decision, a reflection that reflects something that has changed in you. And he recognized at that point that he had done wrong, that he had been wrong. He had seen all of these students go through who he didn't believe should become rabbis, become rabbis. And actually, it turned out it was okay to be a gay rabbi after all. Thank God for me. Um, <laughs> and for you. Um, but it still stung every time I would look at my smicha, which sits in my study right behind me. Literally every time I would look at it, I'm not kidding you, it looked like there was something missing. It was his signature. And when he was 89 years old, he made a public tshuva. And what he said was, I was wrong. But not, I was wrong. Shh, I don't want to tell anybody. But I was wrong. And anybody who wants to send me their smicha can send it to New York or bring it to New York, and I will sign it. And then I will basically be giving you the hexer to be ordained. And so this past year, um, right before Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, I took my smicha off the wall, and I rolled it up, and I sent it to New York City, where I had been ordained. And down there at the very bottom, in 91 and a half year old handwriting, the bottom says, Eugene Borowitz. And I called his daughter, and I said to his daughter, this is so incredibly meaningful to me. And, and she said, it's very meaningful to him that you care enough, that his students care enough and remember him to want him to have his name on this. And I said, you know, every rabbi who has an ordination certificate, it says two things on here. If you're a man, it says, Yore, yore, yadin, yadin. And if you're a woman, it says, Torah, Torah, tadin, tadin. Which means literally, can you teach? You can teach. Can you judge? Can you be a judge in Israel? You can judge. So I asked his daughter if I could speak with him. And she said yes. So I called Dr. Borowitz and we spoke for an hour about what made him change his mind. And it was incredible because to th think that somebody who was 90 years old after their entire life being somebody who was like a great Rav to all the rabbis and all the cantors and helped them become who they were, to have made such an incredible change was like heartbreaking for me in a way because we all know people who have a real difficulty changing. And they're not 90. It might even be us if you think about something that's hard for you to change. And for me, it was as inspiring for me that he made that change as all the things that he taught me in those years in rabbinical school. And two weeks ago, Dr. Eugene Borowitz died. And so I share that story tonight because I wrote his daughter a letter the day after he died saying 
how beautiful it was, at least in my opinion, that the last person who he ordained happened to be a lesbian rabbi after his entire lifetime of feeling in some way that he was able to go like this with us. In the last moments in his life, he went like that to me. And it was very profound and a very beautiful change. And so now I feel when I turn around and I look at the smicha, I look at my ordination certificate, like it's really shalem. It's full. Something that was missing for the 18 years before that came to me and has given me a lot of peace. And so tonight I'm going to say Kaddish for a beloved teacher, for Dr. Borowitz. And I want everybody in this room, um, whether you're remembering or, or not, someone in your life, to think about how powerful it is to make a tshuva in your own life, how powerful it is for your own self and the, those around you to do something that is evocative of change, really deep felt and heart change in your life because it wasn't something I expected, but it's something that moved me profoundly. Shabbat shalom.